morning, good morning. It's me, DC, your host of the Climbing the Summit podcast, where we talk about your personal climb to your personal summit. Today, we got a little something different because I'm coming back to you again with just a little bit of me, a little bit of my story, a little bit of my journey, where I'm at, what I'm seeing. And I know for a fact that if you see beyond my story and you replace your the names, you replace the images with whatever is going on in your own life, there is a possibility for you to see something deeper for yourself. And that something deeper that you see for yourself is what I'm truly hoping that you take home with you. More than Danny's story, more than Danny's insights, more than any of that, I want you to see what it is for you. And I was thinking a lot about how I was at the playground the other day and there was the seesaw and the merry-go-rounds. And as a podcaster, these things take us back. (laughs) And I I was just reminded um, about how when I was a kid, there were seesaws, there were merry-go-rounds. And then for the longest time, I didn't see any seesaws or any merry-go-rounds. And with that being said, I want to get to the topic so you know what we're talking about. And that is being stuck in your own mind. Being stuck in your own mind. And that reminds me of that merry-go-round that goes around and around in circles. And whenever you're stuck in your own mind, it could look crazy so instead of me like trying to tell you all about how being stuck in your mind is a good thing or a bad thing or how it works or how it doesn't work I thought I would just go ahead and share with you what's been going on with me right and as you all know I've been wanting to move for a very long time in fact if we're gonna be honest with each other I never thought that I would have been in Abilene as long as I was. I found a high-paying job. Um, Life was good, but I was stressed. I was worried. I was always looking for that next thing and recognizing and thinking in the moment that it was my job that was keeping me from true happiness. Now, was there some truth in that? Maybe. But it wasn't until I quit the full-time job, right? So, no longer had that, um, was raising the kids, right? I'm doing the things that I love to do. And we're looking for new houses, right? We go to California, we go to Utah, we go to Arizona, we go to Oregon, right? We're looking for other places other than Texas that we could live, that we could make our home, that we can explore. Just because, like, I mean, we've been in Texas, like, right? We've done that, right? We've been there. So is there anywhere else, anything else we could do? And we were unsure. We were uncertain about where to go, what to do. And COVID comes. And now we're looking at how we've been talking about leaving for this place for 20 years. And now it looks like it's just not going to happen. There's no way that it could possibly happen, right? And the reason why it can't happen is because not only... Have we not played out a game where we could get there and be somewhere because we don't know where we want to go, but also now the country is shut down. Now everything is in a gridlock. And because of that, I started looking at things like in a negative light, right? 
but I knew I still wanted to leave. So I'd have people ask me, hey man, what are you doing? I'm like, oh yeah, man, we're gonna, we're gonna leave soon, man. We're gonna get out of here. And I had so many people get to a point where they were like, oh yeah, this dude's just talking his talk. But somewhere deep inside of me, I knew that it was more than just talk. I knew that I wanted to do this. And what was fascinating is it was a few months before we actually pulled the trigger on where we were gonna go, how we were gonna stay there. Right? There was a few months before that where I was talking to my friends about, man, like, it might be time for me to just go get a job because I just keep talking about these things that are going to happen in the future, but are not happening. And so I'm writing in my journals and every time I'm writing in my journals, it's like, what do you see for yourself? Because I'm trying to envision things. I'm trying to visualize. I'm trying to manifest. I'm trying to write down the things that, that are possible for me in the future. But yeah, I'm stuck in my mind going around in circles about how I'm still here. Right? And then the, then the day came where, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend had a place that was in our price range. And we were like, might as well go because that's what we had been talking about for years. Right. So like things lined up. And then as soon as things lined up, I started because I'd never seen the place. What about crime? What about moving to the big city? What are some of the thoughts? What are th like, so there was another wheel that just started spinning. And if you can just imagine my, my mind just spinning, I'm just at the playground, I'm on the, on the merry-go-round, and it's like I'm running in circles. And then I'm jumping on the merry-go-round and wondering while I'm get, why I'm getting dizzy, why I'm getting sick. <clears throat> And it wasn't until I'm on the phone with Dave, I'm on the phone with Rob, I'm on the phone with Jason, and it becomes clear to me that all the things that I've been going through were a sort of practice. A practice for wherever it is that I landed, I needed to pick up and start running. But here's the funny thing about running. If you hadn't learned to walk, if you hadn't learned to crawl, if you're not acclimated to the climb, if you're not acclimated to the, the elevation, you will not perform in the same way you performed in your old environment. I got frustrated about that. I started going around on another merry-go-round over here with, okay, did I prepare myself well enough? And is my family gonna be safe? And, and it was like all of these micro things going on in my head that seemed like they were totally logical. They were totally something that I need to worry about, something I need to stress about, something I needed to like do something about. But I was lucky enough to learn in the simplest way possible that when our minds are working and they're going and they're going and they're going, we actually as human beings don't make our best decisions. So for me, I had to start slowing down in each and every moment. Now, what does that mean, slowing down in each and every moment? That sounds like super fantastical, right? How do I slow my mind down, right? And I used to ask that same question. But in the notebook that I was writing in today, as I was flipping through the pages, I kept noticing some phrases over and over. And that phrase was, what do you see as possible? 
And in the notebook, I can remember working through and being frustrated each time I wrote that because I didn't see anything new for myself. I didn't see anything magical for myself. And the things that I did see, it was like, am I even working towards those things? And that's the question I want to leave you with is are you actually working on the things that you think you're working on, even though you don't think you're working on the things that you think you're working on, right? Because as I flipped through the notebook and I kept seeing the same question of, hey, what is it that you see as possible? I came to it today, maybe a year later, right? Maybe two years later since I've been writing in this specific notebook. And what I came to was I couldn't see what was possible because I was allowing those spinning discs, those merry-go-rounds of my mind to take me away in a direction. And my mentor, Michael Neal, talks about thought, feelings. It's like a train, right? That we can get on or off at any moment. And if we have a negative thought or negative feeling, it's an indicator to jump off of the train because we don't like the destination that it's potentially taking us to. Right? And so as I'm thinking, okay, well, can I get off of this merry-go-round that I've placed myself on? Right? Like, I have forgotten that I'm the one that had been running in the circle and then jumping on the merry-go-round. It wasn't anybody else at the park other than me. I'm my, getting my mind going. I'm getting myself so frustrated in the thoughts of what will be, the thoughts of what were, who am I versus what can I possibly be versus recognizing that just like when we go to the playground as kids, we weren't thinking about what we were gonna do tomorrow. We weren't thinking about will we see the merry-go-round in 30 years. We were there having a good time with the things that we had in that moment. Now you ask Danny, why do you keep bringing up the idea of a merry-go-round that you saw 30 years ago versus now? Because they reinvented the merry-go-round. Right? It's the same spinning disc, but every park that I go to, it might be a little different. Sometimes it's a bowl now, right? Where kids can spin and it only goes so fast. Sometimes it's like a pyramid where the kids sit down and they still go around and spin. And what they were doing was they were trying to find a safer way for us to do the same thing. It's the same thing. It's a merry-go-round. It hasn't changed. You still go around and around and you get dizzy. You can fall off. You could hurt yourself. But they changed it. Why? Because in our lives, right, as human beings, if we are on a merry-go-round, we have the actual opportunity to slow it down first off, not have to go so fast. We could speed it up if we want to so we could have a good time. We forget that. But each and every time we go around in this metaphor, we have an opportunity to see something new and something fresh, right? We have the opportunity to land in a new space, in a new town, in a new career, 
and a new development of our own journey. We get to show up to that thing just as if it was fresh and new with the information from the past. But we don't have to dwell on that information because just like there is a future self and a past self, right? We always get bogged down in that past self, but the future self just as easily could be pulling us towards the future, right? If we could think anything we want to think, if we can get lost on the merry-go-round of thought, what is it that we're looking for? It's that new thought, that new sight, that new thing. And the new thing for me was recognizing that it was all practice. That each and every step along the journey, whether I know it or not, is an opportunity to play full out before that next step, before that next opportunity. And if I keep going around on that merry-go-round of thought and I'm tired of it, I, I could just get off. I don't have to push myself. I don't have to keep on spinning. I don't have to call a friend over to keep making sure, hey, is this thing broken? Can we go faster? Can we go? How do I get off? I don't have to ask those things. Because as I get in touch with myself, as I understand the beauty and the chaos and how divine it truly is, my journey is, your journey is, how we don't have to get stuck and taking such big leaps, but we can just take the smallest next step, the journey becomes lighter. You get off of the merry-go-round when you're tired of it. You go try the swings out for a while. You go ride on the slide. You go pick up your rollerblades and you go out and rollerblade for the first time ever. That's what's possible when we get out of the merry-go-round of thought, right? It doesn't matter if it's the old metal merry-go-round or it's one of these new fancy plastic ones. Right? The thought wheel keeps on spinning no matter what it looks like. And for you and I, it's time we jump off. And then when we go back to play again, what I know is true for you just like me is that we'll have a new relationship to the journey, the merry-go-round, ourselves, what we ultimately want is to cultivate a beautiful loving relationship to ourselves and our journey be blessed keep climbing towards your personal summit we'll talk to you next time